0: This is the Empowered Athlete Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the one and only Natty Boss, lifelong athlete, sports dietitian, breathwork facilitator, personal development junkie, and holistic performance coach. This podcast is here to change the paradigm of what it means to be a high-performance athlete. The intention and mission of this podcast is to help you create freedom, clarity, and balance in your life while giving you the tools to heal yourself, improve your well-being, and optimize performance. I believe that in order to reach our highest potential in this human experience, we must unlearn and let go of everything we've been conditioned to believe about ourselves and the world so that we can truly tap into what our divine path is and have the courage to pursue the curriculum of our soul. It's my hope that after every episode, you feel activated and empowered to make change in your life that supports you in operating from a place of alignment of who you are meant to be. Get ready for major shifts and transformation. It's time to dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Empowered Athlete Podcast. I am so incredibly excited for this conversation today because it's all about confidence. And this is something that comes up in my world so much. So many people really desire to feel more confident in their own skin. And I thought, well, what a better topic to talk about than how to feel confident in your own skin. So that's the conversation that we're going to have. And I'm really excited to share this with you because I have definitely come a long way from feeling so, so insecure in my body to really feeling Truly confident in who I am and what I have to offer the world. And so it makes perfect sense that then I would share the knowledge I have, the wisdom I have with you so that you can do the same. To start, I want to first give you a little update in regard to the Empowered Athlete Academy, which basically are the dates of the program. So originally we were going to start in January, but I decided to push the start date back to February. And so this four-month trauma-informed container is going to be running from February 5th to May 28th. So there is still time to enroll if you desire to do the inner work, really embark on a journey of personal and spiritual development, and really come into your power and feel deeply connected to who you are and what you have to offer the world and cultivate the skills needed to really feel empowered when it comes to your emotions, when it comes to your desires, this program is going to be perfect for you. So as always, the information for the program and to apply will be in the show notes. But other than that, that's the biggest update is the change of date for the EAA program. Um, so without further ado let's dive into the actual content for today's conversation so to start i really want to just talk about confidence and of course as always you're going to give some be given some tangibilities of things to shift and change to help you embody more confidence but what i need you to know to start is that confidence is a feeling and it's not something that we actually attain externally. It's actually a feeling. And with any feeling, we can actually choose to feel it now. So, so much of confidence is actually an inside job, not an outside job. We often get caught up in this narrative of like, when I lose weight, then I'll feel confident. Or when I make this much money, then I'll feel confident. So we're outsourcing that power, right? We're outsourcing that confidence when in reality, we can choose to embody confidence as a feeling right now. Now, yes, there are tangible things you can do to create a quote unquote appearance of confidence, like losing weight, understanding how to feel your body and feeling empowered with your nutrition, building muscle, or having a plan or to-do list in place. Those are all aspects and elements that can make us feel like we are confident, but it might not be this true, deep, authentic confidence that we're, that's what we're actually seeking, So these things, without a doubt, absolutely help you to feel more confident. But at some point, they may not feel like enough. And despite all your above efforts, you may still feel like something is missing. And the reason why is that your insecurity that lies deep, deep within you is still creeping up because your fundamental belief systems do not support you in having massive confidence. So even if you're losing weight, I can give this appearance of having confidence, but if your belief system doesn't really support having confidence, that's going to fizzle out eventually. Because feeling confident starts from affirming your innate nature is abundantly worthy of being and feeling confident. I wanna repeat that. Feeling confident starts from affirming your innate nature, so who you are, is abundantly worthy of feeling and being confident. Just by who you are, literally right now, no matter where you are in all of your messiness, you are deserving of being confident. You do not have to wait, again, like I said, for anything to transpire to have confidence. Nothing you do outside of yourself will give you inner confidence, that true inner confidence. The only thing that'll give you inner confidence is doing the inner work the more that you know about yourself through doing the inner work and the more safe you feel in your body, this creates a foundation for self-trust to form. And the deeper your self-trust becomes, this sets the foundation for confidence to be born. So to reiterate that, we need to create safety in our body for self-trust to be there. And the more that we trust ourselves, the more confident we will be able to become. And so my invitation for you is to practice confidence by consistently embodying confidence. And I'm going to give you some ideas of how to do that. But this is a practice that requires repetition, just like jujitsu practice, just like music practice, just like any practice repetition is required for it to really sink in ground and integrate into your being. So if you desire confidence, then your job is to really consistently embody confidence and embody the feeling of confidence. This practice requires positive affirmations and self-talk, rewiring the mind with an embodied felt sense, and doing shadow work and parts work to heal your relationship to guilt, shame, fear, and other emotions that usually zap us of our confidence. So for us to really step into confidence, we really need to be open and willing and courageous to do the inner work, to understand the core roots of what's holding us back from truly showcasing our confidence, because you are so worthy of being confident and radiant from the inside out, and it's really these inner blocks that are preventing you from doing that. So I want to share with you right now particular things that you can integrate and change so that you can start to feel more confident in your skin. This is in no particular order, this is just kind of free flowing off my mind, um, but these are things that I've integrated and worked on throughout the years that have had such an impact on my level of confidence. The first is changing what you value, changing what you value about yourself. What qualities, attributes, skills can you appreciate about yourself? And really let that be your driver for everything that you do. We so often get caught up in the physical aspect, like I had mentioned about the way that your body looks, for instance, and if that is your only thing that you value about yourself and it's not you know, changing as fast as you'd like, well, then you're postponing your ability to feel confident about yourself. So my invitation for you is to focus on what are things that you can really focus on and appreciate and be grateful for that you already have to offer that can be a foundation for your confidence. Again, your qualities. What are specific skill sets or strengths that you have that maybe other people in your life don't have? And Can you really let that be something that you can anchor into and feel more deeply into to build that inner sense of confidence? So change what you value about yourself, not just your body, but really the attributes and skills that you have to offer, that you're here to give to the world. An example is maybe you can really appreciate your strength that you have over the scale, right? Over the number on the scale. So that's a a great small shift that you can make. So instead of just valuing the number on the scale, value the strength that you have and how you can apply that and how you do apply it every single day and how your body works for you in that way every single day. And that'll start to build your confidence because you're shifting what you focus on and what you focus on expands. As you guys know that I hound that mantra all the time. Second is change how you speak to yourself. Self-talk is critical. And in My best advice here, which has helped me along the way, is to talk to yourself like you would your friend or to a child. And that has always really helped me. And I'm pretty sure it's going to resonate with a lot of other people because we don't usually criticize or condemn or shame three-year-olds, right? We're encouraging them. We're supporting them. We're trying to look out for them. And so we get to do that for ourselves first and foremost, because remember, you have to come first. And you're worthy of that. And you have to give yourself that new messaging. How you speak to yourself matters. Words matter. Words are energy. And the energy we put into our system can either foster health and healing or can cause destruction and illness. And this is a very holistic view, but it's something I really, really believe. For many years, especially my eating disorder, I would constantly call myself a pig and a slob and unworthy, and just all of these really, really dense words that would just impact my system in a negative way. And it would not empower me. It would make me feel worse about myself and fall deeper and deeper into shame spirals, which of course was not empowering. It just fed those behaviors even more. So change how you speak to yourself. Start speaking to yourself in a positive light. And again, I think it would help when you start to shift, as I mentioned before, what you value about yourself. Another tip is dressing for confidence. This is a big one. Um, It's so easy to, when we're not feeling confident in our own skin and in our own body, to just wear frumpy clothes because it feels more comfortable, because maybe we feel bloated, maybe we, we feel, you know, or we are like overweight or Weighing heavier than we would like, and we just don't feel comfortable. But there's something to say with how we present ourselves to ourselves, not to other people, but how we present ourselves to ourselves. So, dress for confidence and whatever that's going to look like for you. Different days will be different, but maybe it could be something as like straighten your hair in the morning or put on a little bit of makeup or what's going to make you feel like your most confident self. For me, I love doing a nice like thorough skincare routine. It really makes my face feel refreshed. I feel like energized and it makes me feel comfortable and confident in my own skin. And maybe there's also, again, practical things like t-shirts and pants, like things that you enjoy wearing. Um, I think one of the things that hold us holds us back in this regard when it comes to the dressing is I am not going to buy these pair of pants or these wear these jeans until I lose 20 pounds. Right, If you desire to wear jeans where you are right now, just accept where you are right now and buy a pair of jeans that fit where you are right now and let that still be an invitation to embody confidence because you can still accept where you are and work on goals that you have towards yourself in relation to your body. But you don't have to wait and postpone wearing jeans until you hit a certain weight because that's just a motivation through fear and it's just a punishment towards yourself. Really give yourself permission to dress for confidence and whatever that's going to look like for where you are right now in your life. It could even be wearing jewelry, like literally anything, but this is such a small thing that you can integrate that really makes a big difference because how we feel is really going to be a driver for the way that we show up throughout the day. So if you're feeling, you know, really fresh in your jeans and your new shirt and you have some earrings on and you look at yourself and you're like, damn, I look good. Like, yeah, follow that. Let yourself feel that you deserve to feel that even if you're a certain weight and you don't want to be that weight, well, you could still feel that and you deserve to feel that. That's what I want to drive home is that you are worthy and deserving of feeling confident no matter where you are in your life and in your journey right now. Another aspect they had mentioned earlier is this idea of embodying confidence and embodiment really comes back to the body. It's working with our physiological nature. So when we're not feeling confident, what often happens, right? So maybe we slump our shoulders down. Maybe our gaze um, aims towards the ground. Uh, we make ourselves small, try to be unseen, right? And so that's obviously not going to embody confidence. So one of the most powerful things you can do is actually change your body structure. And what I mean by that is keeping your shoulders back, preferably back and down away from your ears, elongating your spine, lengthening your spine, keeping your chin up breathing and inviting in a smile. Truly. If you can do those five things every morning, when you look in the mirror and you're brushing your teeth, practice shoulders back, lengthen my spine, chin up, breathe, smile. That alone, that physiological change is going to really embody confidence. And that's something that takes zero time and zero dollars for you to do. And you're going to notice a world's different in how you carry yourself throughout the day, because how you carry yourself matters next is let go of unrealistic expectations from yourself or others along the lines we often got caught up in the expectations of other people whether it was our caretakers our friends from childhood or our teachers or mentors whatever other people had expectations of us or whatever we placed on ourselves, we keep holding ourselves to these extremely high and unattainable standards. And when we're not able to meet them, it obviously dampens and diminishes our our confidence, right? So if you're somebody who tends to strive for that perfection, this is really going to set you up to fail when it comes to feeling confident, because perfection does not exist. Perfection does not exist. So it's so important for you to start feeling confident in your body and in your life that you start to let go of unrealistic expectations. So maybe you can start by journaling, what are some unrealistic expectations that you currently hold for yourself? And then have that dialogue with yourself and have that reflection with yourself of like, can I give myself permission to let go of these? And what would it look like if I could shift these a little bit more to invite in more grace and to not be so critical and controlling and domineering towards myself. Another one is to stop looking for external approval. So again, we're always constantly searching for that approval, that recognition from other people. And if we don't get it, we feel like, you know, we have to keep doing more or keep trying to prove ourselves, And this energy is just very yucky. It's very dense in the system. It doesn't support us and feeling empowered. So my invitation is to instead of looking for external approval, give yourself approval. This was one of the biggest shifts I made in my life that made the biggest difference. And the example I wanna share with you is actually related to my business. I always knew I wanted to start my own business And the way that I was raised was very, like, blue collar, where it was, you know, you go to school, and then you go to college, and then you get a career, and then you stay there the rest of your life, and that's the way the world works. And I never believed that from the moment I went to school. Like, I already knew from a very young age, there's no way in hell I could ever work for anyone. It's just in my nature, and I never desired to work for anyone. And that's just to say, not everybody's going to be like that, but I knew that about myself from the get-go. And so for the longest time, I was stuck in this constant proving myself to my parents where I wanted to prove to them that I could make it work, that I could make a living not working for someone else. And so whatever it was, when I first started, I mean, like first started before I even had my LLC. I would just do meal plans for people and I would just do fitness plans for people. And I would just charge like the smallest of dollars, literally $50, $25. And I was proud of myself for just even making that little bit because for me, I was creating something from nothing and doing something that I was really passionate about and that I loved and sharing my gifts. And when I would present it to my parents and, and share that with them of like, wow, like I did this meal plan. And like, I, you know, got a hundred dollars, like it was never enough. It was never enough for them. And so I allowed them to influence my own self-worth and the own, my own pride that I felt for myself. And so when I did feel excited for myself for doing it, it was immediately squashed because I allowed their lack of approval to influence that. And then there came a time, I remember when I officially started my LLC and I, did a higher ticket. I can't remember what it was. It might've been like a thousand dollars. And I made that sale and I was blown away. I was like, I can't believe I made a thousand dollars. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is incredible. And I was so incredibly excited to share it with my parents because I was like, for sure, they will be excited that I, you know, have a thousand dollars. Like that's incredible feat. And again, I was shut down. And it was in that moment of just extreme disappointment. I felt so much disappointment because I was not met with excitement. I was not met with congratulations. I was not met with, wow, keep going. You're doing amazing. I was met with my biggest fears, which was disapproval, which was just a criticism, which was, uh, specifically, you know, well, why didn't you charge higher? make more, or you only have one client. Why can't you get three? And I was like, wow, wow. Like, I can't believe I can't even be celebrated in this. And it was in that moment where I remember I literally said, you know what? I'm giving myself approval right now. Like from this point on, I'm cutting them off in regard to needing their approval. And I'm going to give myself permission to give myself approval because I truly am proud of myself. And I deserve to be proud of myself. And if I'm the only one that's going to celebrate being proud of myself, then that's all that really matters because nobody understands my mission. Nobody understands what I'm here to do except me. So it's important that I'm the one that gives myself the approval. And that changed the game for me so much in every area of my life. So it's so important to stop looking for external approval and to stay committed to what makes you feel your best and i'll tell you right now when i made that decision there was an immense confidence this feeling of confidence that came over my entire body because i just was motivated because now i wasn't constantly waiting for that approval and i was like wow well i have the approval i need i gave myself the approval so now i'm more motivated than ever because i realize i'm all i need i'm all i need and as long as i keep committed to giving myself that approval then I'm limitless and I can do whatever I want and I can reach any goal that I want and help as many people as I want because I know that it's enough. Other people might not think it is enough, but I know that it's enough. And that's the message- messaging that I'm choosing to believe. The next one is to let go of unhealthy food rules. So if you want to feel more confident in your skin, it's important to let go of the food narratives that are really keeping you small, that are really keeping you frustrated, that are keeping you stressed in your relationship to food in your body. You know, when you're following these strict rules and you're not able to meet them because you're a human being and we're not designed to be restricted in these crazy ways like the keto diet or eliminate this X, Y, and Z food that's the fad this week. And when we have all these rules, it just creates so much suffocation, so much restriction. And naturally we want to rebel. and We want to overindulge because as a human nature, we don't want to be told what to do. We don't want to be restricted. We want freedom. And so if you want freedom, then it's up to you to give it to yourself. And so much of that is letting go of unhealthy food rules and really embracing an abundance mindset with food, an abundance mindset with your life. And that's going to really support you in cultivating this confidence. And of course, it it will help to have some idea of how to fuel your body in a way that's going to support you. So gaining some knowledge and education can help build that confidence, but it also comes with you giving yourself permission to let go of those unhealthy food rules. If they're not serving you, If again, they're creating stress. If they're creating anxiety for you in a way where you're not feeling empowered in your journey of health and fitness and well-being, then why are we keeping them? Why are we keeping them if they're making us feel worse? Our health journey should literally feel great. It should feel amazing throughout the process. And if it's feeling small and constricting and restrictive, then it's up to you to let it go. And that will help to really start to breathe that confidence. Another one is don't use exercise as punishment. This is such a detrimental behavior that I see is, and by the way, I was a victim of this for many years, is punishing myself through exercise constantly. If I ate one thing that was not in my strict unhealthy food rules, then I would overcompensate by exercising four hours just to burn that off. And then more so just in case. And it was so toxic. It was literally so toxic. And I did not feel confident, right? That is a lot of stress to put on yourself constantly where I can't even enjoy one French fry because that means if I eat a French fry, I need to work out four hours to make up for it and i didn't want to have that type of relationship i don't want to have that type of life i mean it wasn't empowering it made me literally hate life (laughs) literally and exercise gets to be a gift that we give ourselves for health for vitality for feeling good in our own skin exercise gets to be a vehicle that helps us build confidence and not destroy our confidence and so really if you are in the habit of using exercise as punishment Shifting away from that and really focusing on exercising to make you feel good from the inside out, that is going to support you in building your confidence and helping you feel more confident in your skin. Next is to expand your views of beauty. This was also again, like I said, all of these were very much things I learned from my life. So I have examples for literally all of these. Um, But for expanding your views of beauty, this one was particularly important for me overcoming an eating disorder because my eating disorder actually started when I started modeling wow, go figure, (laughs) because the modeling world is so unrealistic. And that goes hand in hand with all the other tips, right? Like the unrealistic expectations, looking for external approval. And so when I got into modeling, that is really when my eating disorder got its absolute worst, because I was constantly comparing myself, as always, to all of these different body types that literally were not me. I mean, these people were six foot, and I'm 5'2", So alone, structurally, I could never be six foot. And I mean, it was to the point where I had told my parents numerous times that I was going to get these, uh, these bone surgeries where they can, I don't know, break bones and then like insert bones to make you taller. And literally guys, like, I'm not kidding you. I told my parents numerous times I was going to get it. Like And because I was underage, they were like, well, we're not signing off on that. You're insane. Like, you cannot do that. And I was like crying and like begging them. I'm like, please, you have no idea. Like, I need to be taller. And that was because I had such a small view and perspective of what beauty was because I was so immersed in the modeling world. So my healing journey from that really started, an aspect of it started When I quit modeling, as soon as I quit modeling, it was a huge weight off my shoulder, but I also started to, as I mentioned in our first tip, I started to change what I valued. So what I valued at that moment, right? Was I valued, um, what is it called? The thigh gap. I valued being very tall, very thin, that those are what I valued. And because none of that is in my genetic makeup, I Always was disappointed, and I just was frustrated with myself, and I hated myself. I was like, "Why can't I be like these people?" That means I'm never going to be beautiful, I'm never going to be loved, I'm never going to be, you know, accepted or belonged or, or belong anywhere because, like, I'm just terrible. Because this is what I've been given, this body. And then when I started to shift and expand my views of beauty, of really looking into more of the muscle building world such as like the weightlifting and and seeing those body types. And I was like, wow, these women are beautiful. I can't believe that muscle can be beautiful. Like, holy crap, like I have a body like that. I'm short and stocky and like, I can do that. Like, and people see them as beautiful. It completely changed my perspective of like, wow, there gets to be more than one perspective of beauty. And that was huge in my confidence alongside my healing journey. Uh, in being confident in my own skin was being grateful for what I did have as far as my body and my structure, and then again changing what I valued about myself. So one of the things I hated for years about myself was my thighs because I have naturally very muscular thighs. I've been a sprinter my whole life. I did Taekwondo. I did soccer, which naturally build your thigh muscles, and I literally hated them because I couldn't have a thigh gap. But once I shifted that, and again started focusing more on the strength. That my thighs give me and the amazing athletic ability that i have i started to really build confidence and start to really feel safer in my body and develop this healthy relationship with myself because i started to view myself differently and it started with expanding my views of beauty so if you are stuck with this same kind of situation and you're like comparing yourself to other people my invitation is to expand your views of beauty, and maybe even look for other people that have similar body types to you so that you can kind of create new evidence for yourself that beauty exists in all forms, you included. And then lastly is shedding light on your shame. Save the best for last, right? And so why this one will help you feel more confident in your skin is because shame is one of the most difficult emotions for us to really experience and to be honest about and to feel because it feels really uncomfortable. And a lot of us have shame around our body. A lot of us have shame and shame is weighing us down and it's keeping us small and it's definitely not building our confidence. Our unprocessed shame from our past experiences has power over us. And it's preventing us from feeling confident in our skin, no matter where we are in our journey. So it's important that in order for shame to lose its power, we have to bring shame into the light because shame thrives in secrecy. So when we keep shame in the shadows, it feels safer because nobody else knows about it, but it's actually destroying us from the inside. And so we actually do more damage to ourselves add to others because the way that we view ourselves and act towards ourself, we ultimately will project onto other people as well. So it really creates a terrible relationship with ourself as well as other people. So developing a healthy relationship with our shame is so important for us to really be able to understand where it comes from, understand that the feelings we experience from shame are absolutely valid. But the stories that shame tells us are not valid those are what we get to change and transform and realize that those stories were something that we adopted and we can actually rewire those stories and choose new stories to believe about ourselves and it's in that process where we develop confidence about ourselves so this final tip shedding light on your shame is so so important and honestly shame work is not easy and it's in my experience very hard to do on your own because when we're in our shame like it feels like really mucky and heavy and it's hard for us to pull ourselves out so this is why having a container a mentor a program to support you in developing a healthy relationship with your emotions is really important for you to really step into your power, feel more empowered and confident in your skin. And this is some of the work that we do inside the Empowered Athlete Academy. So, again, if this is something you really would like support with, I would recommend doing this inside that container where you have a safe, trauma informed, non judgmental environment that. Everyone there is literally there to work through this together. So we really bring the light to these shadow parts so we can have a healthy relationship to them. And then again, learn how to empower ourselves through emotions instead of feeling shut down and just dampened by them. So this was a mouthful for the short period of time, and I hope that you have some takeaways that are going to support you and you can start integrating these right away. Feel free to shoot me a message. If you have any questions about them or want a deeper level of support, I would absolutely love to give that to you. And as always, if this episode supported you, or if you learned something about yourself or you'd like to share it, please do and tag us on social media at body by boss LLC. We would love to hear your takeaways and support you in showing up to yourself and um, being committed to your growth and your healing and your personal development and your journey. And I am so happy that you are here listening to this as always. It's an honor to be able to have these conversations with you. I love you guys so much and I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.